0: Bringing you news and updates from the Alliance of American Football, your source for everything Memphis, with your hosts, Dan and Michelle. This is Memphis AAF.
1: And welcome to Kings Court, where we talk about everything Memphis Kings. Oh, wait. No, we don't because we're not the Memphis Kings. I, guys, I can't let it go. I just can't let Never it go.
0: Never going to let it go.
1: You know, I've reached acceptance, but I still Have you Have you though? I, well, yeah, I accept that we are the Express and I can't change that, but I just still don't like it. <laughs> anyway, my name is Michelle and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Daniel. Yeah.
0: That, that's kind of weird. We've never uh, introduced ourselves like that.
1: Introduced ourselves?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still kind of reeling from it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what up? What are we talking about? What's going on? Quite a just... few things. Got
0: a, actually pretty, pretty good show today, I think. Hell yeah. Uh, recently, we were invited to, as we mentioned before, the get together with uh, Memphis Express. So we're going to go into that as well as a little bit of news, some housekeeping for the show. Okay. And just have some fun. All right. So, first off, we have reached 500 followers on Twitter.
1: Whoop, whoop, whoop. I need, like, that, what was it, the hip-hop horn?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Bam, 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 Yeah, that. Yeah. So, we did it. And as we mentioned, there is a giveaway. We're going to be giving away some sort of merch. Obviously, the store isn't open, so we can't get anything. Even if we did, they haven't released jerseys yet. So, I'm not sure what will be given away. But we will have a giveaway. So, in order to win, all you have to do is prove that you are subscribed to the show. Simply take a, a screenshot of your phone.
1: Or grab someone else's phone and take a picture of your phone subscribed with your face because we'd love to see you
0: guys. And while you're taking a picture of that, go ahead and subscribe on their phone as well.
1: There you go. <laughs> Bonus points. No, not really.
0: <laughs> so go ahead and share that photo on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tag the show. And then in two weeks, we will announce a winner.
1: Good luck. I'm excited to see submissions. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you talking about?
0: This past Tuesday... They announced the final four teams, the team names in the Western Conference. Yep. <laughs> Are you okay? Yep. <laughs> I take it, I take it you're not a fan?
1: I don't know, man. I mean, we were talking about them, and after the Express was announced as Express as opposed to the Memphis Kings, it was just kind of a big letdown. And from there, this is just continuing on. I mean, I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think, I mean, it's on par yeah. with the other names. Yeah. They're unique. They are, for the most part, they are region specific. Yeah. There's one that's kind of pushing it. but So the first one, the logo was leaked back whenever um, the other names were announced.
1: San Antonio. Yes. Okay.
0: And then, (laughs) funny story, two San Antonio newspapers... Leaked the full name before they were supposed to. Really? Yeah. The
1: right one? Because we thought it was Defenders, right?
0: Yeah, that was like the the prediction. Oh, okay. Um, but at midnight, so everybody else was announced at like 9 or 10 a.m. Central Time. They released it at midnight. Wow. Yeah. So we knew San Antonio before they released the other names and before the AAF even updated the website or their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter accounts for the new team. Huh. So, they are the San Antonio Commanders.
1: I like Defenders better.
0: Yeah, apparently, I think there was, like, issues with, the like, the rights to it or, like, trademark, something really? like that. Yeah, I think somebody already had it. Okay. So, I don't know what that was about, but maybe they decided to go with the Commanders. Sure. And some people are making the argument that even though, like, Defenders sounds better, in the end, they weren't able to defend it. Because they lost. So (laughs) maybe not the best name.
1: Womp womp.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think overall, I like the logo.
1: That one's my favorite logo. Yeah. Because that one is the most specific. When you see that, you automatically think Texas and San Antonio.
0: Yeah. The Alamo is very iconic.
1: Whereas like an E with a plane through it, that could be anything, honestly. Or the Apollos is a little like, what the fuck is that? The Commanders is definitely San Antonio.
0: For sure. And then the next one is the Arizona Hotshots. At first it sounds like a really stupid name.
1: I really hated it at first. <laughs> when I just was like walking past your computer and I saw it and I was like that is so dumb. I don't like that at all. But
0: when you hear like the history of it and the reasoning behind it, so in case you're not aware, Arizona suffers from a lot of wildfires. Yep. So the firefighters that are like on the front lines going into like the hottest parts of the fire, they're called Hotshots. Gotcha. Yeah. And then a couple years ago, I think there was like massive wildfires and 19 hot shots died trying to fight this fire. Right. So I think it's a lot of it to honor their memory as well as support what these, these people do.
1: Um, my only thing is like, do you want to kind of emblazon your team with a natural disaster? But then there's always like the, the tornadoes that's like a team thing. And I don't know, it, it's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah. Overall, I think it's one of the better ones because it has like a rich history Yeah. And emotion tied to it.
1: Kind of like the iron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rich history with the city. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact. They're actually the Arizona high shots when previously it was going to be Phoenix. At some point, they changed it from Phoenix, Arizona.
1: Huh. wonder why.
0: Exactly. I don't know. We'll try to find out.
1: Well, they're the Arizona Cardinals now that I think about it. Yeah. They're not the Phoenix Cardinals. Correct. Huh.
0: And the Arizona Diamondbacks. There seems to be a trend
1: With statewide.
0: Yeah, rather than city.
1: But I guess there's the Tennessee Titans, so that's Mm -hmm. not unique.
0: No, it's not unique to Arizona, but it is.
1: We just thought it would be for Phoenix.
0: Right, because they announced it originally for Phoenix. Gotcha. For some reason, they changed it kind of quietly. Don't know why.
1: What do you have to hide?
0: (laughs) Maybe Phoenix is like, you know what? On second thought, we really don't want to be associated with this. (laughs) You're a loss. Then we have the San Diego Fleet.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's our response to pretty much everything.
0: I think it's similar to the express. You know, it's not a plural. There's not like a singular item or singular entity that's part of a group. Yep. You know, cause you're not a fleet in the fleet. You know, there's ships in the fleet, so it, it's kind of weird like that. But plays to the military presence in San Diego and
1: right, which I imagine is huge. Let's put like what the navy is there. I would imagine. Yeah. And that's why they went with the whole fleet thing. But when I saw fleet, I thought fleet feet and like running. I didn't think (laughs) of ships. And that's because I'm sure it's because I'm not in San Diego. Maybe Mm -hmm. if I was local, if I knew anything really about San Diego, then I might be more on board with it. It might kind of resonate more with me than it does now. But it's fine. It's whatever.
0: Yeah. And the last one that seems to be kind of stretching it, I think it's probably the best like color scheme. One of I the better ones? You don't like it?
1: Give us the city name and okay. let's get to it.
0: It's the Salt Lake Stallions.
1: I don't like the colors for the stallions because it's blue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What the fuck blue horse is there?
0: Well, how often like I, the grizzlies are blue. How many blue grizzlies do you know?
1: I guess that's true.
0: And that, I mean, it's not uncommon.
1: <laughs> how many blue grizzlies <laughs> do I know? Um, I actually have three on speed dial.
0: We'll call them up. We'll, we'll get their opinion. All right. Cool. How do you feel about being portrayed as blue? <laughs> Or even non-blue Grizzlies. Get their opinion.
1: There we go. Take a whole poll. <laughs> the blue. I don't like the blue. I think the blue would work better for the fleet. Because the Navy is blue, right? I mean. Yeah. That would have worked better for me than. And that seems to make more sense. The gray and yellow for Salt Lake Stallions. I don't know. I don't like it. Whatever.
0: So we got, we got Michelle's opinion. What do you think? Um, Overall, like I'm, I'm okay. Like, I have moved on. Yeah. These are the names. They're not going to be changed. I think that it's going to be up to the team and the league to make the names work. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, whenever you think of, like, the Detroit Lions, it sounds like a professional team. But really, Lions is, like, about as generic as you can get.
1: Cowboys is generic.
0: Mm-hmm. How many high school teams and high college teams are called the Lions or called the Tigers or called the Patriots? Like, all these team names, very few NFL names are actually, like, unique. Sure. Like, the 49ers. Because they're associated with the NFL, it just makes them sound more professional.
1: Sure. Yeah, now I definitely think that it's up to marketing teams to sell Mm -hmm. us on why the fuck they chose these dumbass names (laughs) and why the fuck we should like them. Honestly, I'm I'm, I'm heated about it still, clearly. So I think it's going to be up to the Alliance to sell it. All right, so of the eight logos, which is your favorite?
0: So it's really hard to pick a favorite because none of them like really, really like stand out as like being superior
1: not even the express
0: so it's really grown on me but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because it's good or because of just my my excitement for the team and you know meeting the people behind it
1: sure I think my favorite might surprise you okay I like the Apollo's logo a lot
0: no yeah
1: I really do. actually that's
0: not surprising because you really went on about it before yeah
1: i like it i think it's unique you can see the o for orlando apollos is unique but in a cool way i think so that one's my favorite
0: like i'm okay with the name and i like the color scheme i'm just not a big fan of the guy with the bow and arrow kind of looks like uh like microsoft word clip art
1: (laughs) if you say so (laughs) i think the birmingham iron's really cool i like the colors i like what it stands for
0: the more i look at their logo the more it looks Kind of amateurish with like unnecessary um, like the light or the the shading is very dated. It looks like,
1: which is why I'm hoping I know we haven't talked about like colors and and jerseys or anything, but I hope that they go with a matte black helmet or a matte gray. Something matte would be really cool. Yeah. I think for iron, I think I don't think of anything shiny or showy. So I think a matte color would be really cool.
0: Yeah. Definitely playing kind of like uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. They're matte purple. Oh, okay. <laughs> you comment to, like to every time we see their game.
1: <laughs> All right. Thoughts on the legends. Well... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I like the color scheme. Yep. Uh, I don't like the name because it seems like we said before, kind of kind of pushed. Yep. Little little stretch there for Atlanta. Yep. And I don't like how they have a football as like the gym and the crown
1: see i think that it's corny but i kind of like it (laughs) like that one's fine that one doesn't bother me so much
0: okay so moving on to the western division san antonio commanders
1: again logo is really cool name whatever
0: yeah historical i mean it really fits with the city
1: what i don't like now that i'm looking at it more is the two-tone red you've got like a a real kind of classic red with the maroon maybe a blue alamo would have been cooler but again, you would have red and blue, which is express. so maybe not. But I don't know if I like the red on uh, red on red.
0: Yeah, it's a weird contrast. Yeah. Hot shots.
1: Uh, I, when we were looking at this logo yesterday, I'll tell you the the thing that I said was the, the background is green. That should have been gray. I think mm-hmm. gray, yellow, and orange would have looked a lot better than the green, yellow, and orange. I think the green makes it look cheap. Yeah. It's just a weird shade with other kind of like bright-ish colors. So, yeah, I think the gray would have looked better.
0: Yeah, but I'm wondering if it's, like, maybe has to do with the forest themselves, because it's more of a forest green. And from what I hear, like, Arizona is actually a lot more lush than people realize. Northern Arizona is. Sure, sure, sure.
1: Not central and southern Arizona.
0: Where the wildfires are?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's just, like, brush fires, from my understanding. Okay. I could be wrong. (laughs) Anyway.
0: And one thing, before we move on from it, one thing I did just notice is that so there's a circle in the middle mm-hmm. and on the north quadrant
1: mm-hmm.
0: um the shape makes out an AZ.
1: Oh, I didn't notice.
0: Yeah. Oh, I just cool. noticed that looking at it.
1: I like, yeah, I like how layered that logo is because you have the fire, you've got mm-hmm. the axes, and then you have A Z.
0: Yeah, so check the show notes for the actual image, or you can just actually look online. But like in the middle is an orange circle that's broken up into four quadrants based on the two firemen's axes that are crossed. The top part has like AZ and it's really kind of like the FedEx logo with the arrow. Yep. Or with like Amazon it's A to Z with the arrow underneath. Yep. It, it's like a real kind of Easter egg type thing that's thrown in there. Yeah. It's cool. And then the other three quadrants make up like an actual fire looking thing. Yeah. So I, actually that one might be my favorite just for the depth of it.
1: Yeah. As opposed to the iron, which is just a gray shape. Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it is fitting for because iron is unassuming on un- showy. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego fleet. Fine. Yeah, I'm okay with it. The gray is for the ships. Yep. So obviously. I mean it's okay. And then another thing I actually just noticed is that the shape of it is in like a military badge. Yeah. And the bottom part, there's like uh, a chevron. Yeah. That's is like the stripes on like on their patches on their arms.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I had noticed that before. Yeah. Fine. It's a ship.
0: <laughs> and then it's all like stallions.
1: Stallion, yeah, we kind of beat that horse. (laughs) 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 We beat this dead horse already. All right, eight logos done. As the Grinch says in The Grinch, cut, print, check the gate, moving the fuck on.
0: So, as we mentioned before, we need to change the name of the show.
1: Yep. Wait,
0: do we? Don't we? I feel like we need something unique. Memphis AAF just it doesn't do it. All right, fine. so we've put it out there on social media. A lot of people have come up with suggestions. We're going to go through those, look at them, judge them ourselves, <laughs> completely ignore them, and come up with something different in true AAF fashion.
1: There we go. <laughs> oh, and to the people that submitted these names, we might mock them somewhat mercilessly, but please know that we appreciate all of your <laughs> submissions. And it was just so much fun to like interact with you guys and get some fun ideas in here. So... We might mock you, just a little heads up.
0: (laughs) All in good fun. And probably the most creative so far, not going to use it just because I don't think it fits enough, T.L. Trout replied on my post in Memphis Express uh, Facebook group. Okay. And he suggested Express Boast Coast to Coast.
1: Yeah, you had to explain this one to me because (laughs) I was not familiar with the reference.
0: If you're familiar with old cartoons from Adult Swim, there was a cartoon called Space Ghost. Coast to coast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a play on that. And he may actually made an image using my bitmoji and like crop my face on top of the character. So check it. I'm going to put in the show notes. Um, it's actually really good. So thank you so much for putting that effort in. I love it. I just don't think it works for the show. Yeah. I wish it did. I really do. I would love to use that image.
1: <laughs> he was so excited to show me that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it did a really good job on it, too. Yeah,
1: it looks really cool. <laughs>
0: So maybe, maybe we'll have like a segment or something. <laughs> maybe. Whenever we brag on the team, it'll be our uh, Memphis Express post.
1: There we go. I like that.
0: We're going to go over some of the other ones that have come through. All right. Uh, Express News is one of like the originals. Got a lot of
1: yeah, excitement. That, that was one of the first ones that came through as a suggestion. And when we were talking with the people at the event, the get together on Sunday mm-hmm. for the team, they really liked it. But personally, I think it's too news oriented and I don't yeah. think it really portrays what we're about and what we'll be doing here.
0: Yeah, that one and special delivery was also a big one. Yeah. The problem with those is that they're not unique enough. So getting like the social media handles or the domain names would be really difficult. Yeah. First expressions. Okay. Expressway.
1: (laughs) Expressway again. Okay.
0: Yeah. Which that inspired me to come up with like the 100 yard delivery. Yeah. Laddie from I-96 actually suggested some really good ones. Touchdown Tarmac.
1: I really like that one. That inspired something that we might be saying on the show. Like whenever mm-hmm. we get a touchdown, it's like touchdown on the tarmac or something silly like that.
0: Yeah. Or first down flyers. I kind of
1: like the alliteration of that one.
0: Yeah. That one's cool. Jetstream daily.
1: I don't know about jetstream.
0: <laughs> if it's. And plus daily, like we're not going to be a daily podcast.
1: <gasps> Is there going to be something with chemtrails? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we do something with chemtrails and flights and stuff like that? <laughs>
0: the Moving on is all around. Right Flight Express Show. That's really... pretty.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a mouthful.
0: <laughs> and it doesn't really roll up the tongue. Memphis Mailroom.
1: Memphis Mailroom. Okay, makes you think of, like, the Postal Service. Or, yeah. like, that scene from Elf where he gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those are some of the ones that we've gotten in so far. We really like them, um, but we're still looking for submissions. So feel free to reach out to us with your thoughts, ideas, suggestions on social media.
0: Yeah, and just tag the show. And also, whenever you want to submit for the giveaway, tag the show, Twitter, at Memphis AAF, Instagram, Memphis AAF pod, and then search for us on Facebook at Memphis AAF. We should pop up.
1: We're there. Any more handles you want to throw down? (laughs) YouTube.
0: Uh, Live Journal.
1: LinkedIn. Uh, Zanga. Uh, MySpace? SEO Punk.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> Throwback.
1: That's for the uh, It's, a, it's a deep cut right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Might lose some audience on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what the hell we're talking about. All right. What are we talking about next? So now on to, I guess, the main event.
1: What Do we have main event? Oh, we do have main event music. Mm-chicka, mm-chicka, mm-chicka,
0: mm-chicka. So this past Sunday, we were invited to a... Quote-unquote small get-together. Not small by my standards, because I am not a social person.
1: Informal is how it was described. It wasn't
0: formal. Did she say small?
1: I don't think she said small.
0: Maybe I just perceived informal as small, which was (laughs) not the case at all. I think it was small. But yeah, I think by most people's standards, I mean, it was probably, what, 50 people? No,
1: like 30 people. 30? Yeah.
0: Felt like so much more. (laughs) Anyway. So this past Sunday, we were invited to this informal get together that was put on by Memphis Express. Yeah. Really a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of the people that are working on Memphis Express.
1: We learned a lot about the team.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of like the most interesting things, so like one of the complaints we've had and that a lot of people have is that there's just not enough communication coming from. The Alliance? Yeah. We voiced that repeatedly. <laughs> and it seems like the main reason is just they didn't have a staff.
1: Yeah, it's been a, a lot smaller of a team than I imagined. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I have, when I think football, I think of NFL, which is like a major organization. Yeah. W- employing hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that the Alliance was on some sort of similar level.
0: No. Up until like two weeks ago, it had just been Koshay. In his living room working.
1: Yeah, apparently. We had no idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then as of like two weeks ago, it became four people. Mm-hmm. And then they're now up to 10 and it's going to be hiring another 10. And so then they're going to with 20 for the foreseeable future. Yeah. We- so they're really just now actually getting a staff To do anything.
1: Yeah, it was funny because when we got there to the event on Sunday, they were talking about their team. And some people had just gotten to town that day, hadn't even Mm -hmm. moved in. Like some people were still looking for places. So this is all very new, very exciting.
0: Yeah. So we get there. And first thing, like, so we're nervous. We have no information. We know it's an informal gathering. And that's it. Yep. We know. Actually, we don't even know who's going to be there. We
1: don't even know whose house it's at.
0: No, we pull up. I mean, it's a nice house. Yeah. We have no idea. And so we walk in. And who do we first talk to? Was it Kim?
1: No, it was uh, the mayor.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So Mayor Strickland is leaving, so I think we missed his remarks if he had to say something. I think somebody mentioned that, so we missed him, but we got to shake his hand on his way out. Yeah. And so then I think it was Ann that talked to us next. Yep. Said her name was Ann Conrad, as if we should know. Which so we acted like we did because we didn't want to be rude. Trying to. And then and then we met. Oh, then she mentioned her husband. Kemp. 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 <laughs> How many times can we say name? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in my defense, not a common name. If you're listening, sorry for butchering your name and not knowing who you guys are. Anyway, they're actually big members of the community. Business, Realtors, Kemp has been on the city council.
1: Yeah, and definitely want to say thank you for inviting us to your home and hosting yeah. this awesome event. So it, it
0: was said there, but I don't think it'd be said enough that like thank you for hosting and taking care of us. Yeah, it was awesome. So then we go out. Like we said, we're nervous. We had no idea what's going on, so we needed to get a drink.
1: I think Tina walked up to us. and.
0: Yeah, 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 Tina. Tina is the one that sent us a message inviting us to the event. She is the Director of Promotion and Community Engagement. So she came in, talked to us for a little bit, but she had to run off and do her job.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Handle shit.
0: Yeah. Couldn't babysit us all night. So we tried to get a drink and there were people just like standing by the bar, like blocking the path.
1: All right. Here's the deal. People, if you are at a bar, like ordering your drink, you get your drink. Don't have a conversation with no. the people around you. Once you get your drink, get the fuck out of the way so that those who need a drink desperately like we did can get to the bar.
0: And it's a small bar.
1: There was no room. Like, get the no. get get the fuck out of the way.
0: And then we finally got drinks and mine was strong as shit.
1: <laughs> <Damn>. oh. <laughs> yeah, we each had one. It was enough. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nursed it pretty much all night. Yep.
1: All right. So we got our drinks and then we were awkwardly a little bit kind of standing off to the side, mm-hmm. waiting on something to happen. There were a lot of people kind of just standing around on the back in the backyard talking, but
0: Yeah. It, it, there wasn't a whole there, there wasn't much going on. Just a little a little a little social hour. Yep. And then the remarks started. Yep. Uh Kim just kind of introduced there, kinda kicked it off. And then so Koshe got up and gave his little speech. Just that really, so he's he's a very passionate guy. Yeah, to put it mildly, he talked a little bit.
1: It was exciting to hear about why he chose Memphis because I think the way it worked, based on what he said, was that he was hired by Alliance and then got to choose where he wanted to be. And he, at the time, lived in L.A. and was working for with WWF. Is that what well, it
0: is? The WWE. The WWF is the World Wildlife Foundation. Oh right, right, right. I in, in case, case you forgot, yeah. Check back, in, I think episode one.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, he got to choose where he wanted to go and be a president, and he could have gone to San Diego with like beautiful weather. I-, I hear that it's just awesome there, but he came to Memphis because of Coach Singletary, mm-hmm.
0: and a thing had a little bit to do that it's his alma mater.
1: Yeah, he did go to he went to
0: University of Memphis. Yeah, he yeah. played defensive back for the Tigers and actually got his MBA from University of Memphis. So he's got he knows the city. He, he's got like we mentioned before, like. He knows Memphis and I think he's gonna do a lot for it. Yeah. And then Singletary got on. Not what I expected. Nope. Because whenever you think of Singletary, you either think of like his highlights from his time with the Bears, which are intense, or you think of his iconic press conference where he uh well he spoke about Vernon Davis yeah. aggressively. Being a showboat. Yeah. Can't do it. It's his famous <laughs> line.
1: <laughs> but hearing him get up there, he was talking about Yeah, like you said, it was totally not what I imagined. I imagined that he would be more of a brash, louder, bigger, more impassionate speaker. But he wasn't. He was more talking about the heart and reaching the hearts of his players.
0: One of the first things he said that really stood out to me is that he believes in the power of will. Yeah. some about that line that like really is out and it really embodies him. Yeah. Because it's not a flashy saying. It's really like that grit and determination that we're known for in Memphis.
1: And he was talking about when the players get off the field, he wants them to be a whole person and he wants them to be citizens of the world, stewards of the city. Mm-hmm. And just he wants more from them than what did he say? It was.
0: He said, if they leave the field only learning how to play football, then we failed them.
1: Yeah. And he said he wants the player's hearts because they have Mm -hmm.
0: his. So he said, I don't want your talent. I want your heart because you get mine.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which really kind of uh, makes it. It makes sense of how he earned the nickname heart of the defense because this guy is about heart. Yeah. And so then afterwards, we were again just kind of talking. Everybody kind of mingled among themselves. Did Tina come up to us first after that. I, I think so. Okay. And she just, she, we had more time to talk to her just about why she, they invited us and a lot of fun stuff and what we do. Mm-hmm.
1: And then she kind of signaled for Koshe to come over and he was like, yo, like we didn't even <laughs> need to introduce ourselves. He automatically yeah. knew who we were. It was so cool.
0: Yeah. And he's, so first off, kind of, apparently he's a little upset with us. He's got a beef. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he, we're not his favorite people. Uh, mainly because, exclusively because we outranked him on Google. Yeah. <laughs> so Whenever you Google uh, the team, apparently we came up first. But I did my own research and I couldn't find anywhere that we came up before the team. So I think we can kind of smooth that over. Yeah,
1: we can squash that.
0: Mm-hmm. Squash before, that beef. Before it gets out of control. <laughs> but he really, he's excited about what we're doing, about what the show is doing. He understands the value of what we bring to the team. Yeah. And also said that he sees the podcast and the team as like two pillars of the same thing and that he wants us to grow with the team because as a team successful, the show will be successful and vice versa. The success of our show will help grow the success of the team.
1: Yeah, but I definitely want to make the point that we're still going to be authentic to our our opinions and our thoughts. The anger for (laughs) Memphis Express is not going anywhere. No, I'm just kidding. We're still going to be us. Still going to give you our thoughts. But it's going to be cool to see in what way we can help grow as a podcast and help the team grow as well. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because he was like, you guys are on it before I was. Like <laughs> it, He he was just noting how what they're looking for. And maybe this is Alliance wide is really like fan led initiatives such mm-hmm. as this.
0: Yeah, that's something he said that he loved our initiative to actually start the podcast.
1: Yeah. And he wants to make sure that, you know. We're supported by the team and any other initiatives out there that, you know, align with the team or are interested. Like, they're totally looking for all kinds of avenues to make this a thing and make it last.
0: Yeah. It's going to be up to the fans to make it successful.
1: Yeah. And that was one of the things that when we talked to another guy from the team, what's his name?
0: Jacob Widershine. What?
1: Where? Excuse you. Widershine.
0: Okay. I almost had it.
1: Yeah, sure. He's the VP of ticket sales and operations. When we were talking to him and Devin, who is an account manager,
0: account executive,
1: yeah, we were talking to them about what success looks like for the team and how to make that happen. Because obviously, we're very passionate about this. We want it to last and stick around. And we want to do our part to make sure that that happens. But I was curious to know from a member of the team's office what that looks like. And he said, you know, obviously we want to win on the field. We want to win championships and games. Like, that's obviously the most important, like.
0: That's the easy measure of success is winning championships, winning games. And it's kind of the obvious part of it.
1: Right. And for him, as the VP of ticket sales and operations, there's metrics that he has to go by for ticket sales and whatnot. But overall, success looks like.
0: The team supporting the city and the city supporting the team.
1: Yeah, just it being a, a marrying of these two awesome things and just community support for Memphis Express. Oh, they also tried to do their part to sell us on the name because that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> and I told you I mean, I was like, I just want I'll I'll get there. Um, but they were t-
0: Jacob assured us that everybody would be on board. I don't know if everybody, but he they're gonna make their case and convince us by the first game. That Memphis Express is a good idea.
1: Yeah. And they were just talking to us about how innovation is an important part of the name and the team, and that will make more sense. And I think they have a lot of stuff planned, worked out, in the works, coming up soon. That's going to maybe explain more and kind of get us more on board.
0: Yeah. And then something a little more tangible from Jacob. Ticket sales should be going on next month.
1: Yeah, I think he said, what, mid-October?
0: Yeah. And Uniform should be coming out pretty soon. Yep, that's In a month or so. Yeah. Uh, So things are, especially now that they're staffed up, things are really going to ramp up now.
1: Yeah. And it was fun to meet them face-to-face and hear almost everyone talk about how excited they were about our show and even coming on the show.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of actual guests from the team coming on the show to talk about what they do and... How we can support the team and make it a success.
1: Yeah, because I think that that's part of our success as a team and a podcast as well is kind of keeping that smaller Memphis feel and feeling like we're a part of it. Yeah. And so for them to come on the show and stuff, we'll just kind of further
0: that. One guy we met was Luke, Mm -hmm. Luke Brown, fun guy, just moved here from Pittsburgh. He's another account executive, but we do want to call him out because he hasn't listened to the show yet.
1: Yeah. What the hell, Luke? (laughs)
0: i don't i don't need your excuses that you're moving what better time than when you're unpacking than to throw some earbuds in put our show on get got to get up to date
1: yeah everyone call them out
0: (laughs) like devin is a fan and her friends
1: oh yeah let's shout out devin (laughs) who works for the team she's also oh we just said she's an account executive she was like i've listened to the show i've been excited to meet you guys and i'm like what this is crazy
0: yeah and that's a little away from the team and more personal that was a unique sensation for me at least was feeling like maybe like a a level E celebrity. <laughs> no, <laughs> not no, not like no. an A-list or a B-list or anywhere up there. Like nothing significant. But just going somewhere where people knew me and I didn't know them. Yeah. And they knew me based on something that we had created. And to be fans of like what we do.
1: Yeah. That's the dream as a podcaster. <laughs> is that one that you have an audience. And two that they like what you do and like getting to meet them. Speaking of which we would we're talking about possibly doing some meetups.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. We have no idea what that looks like or when it will be, but I just think that that would be fun.
0: Yeah, if you're interested in doing a meetup in around town, let us know what you'd want to do, kind of like what that would look like for you.
1: I think for me, I'm just thinking something super informal, maybe just oh, yeah. getting together and watching like Sunday football somewhere or something. Yeah, at least for now, and to, and then we get closer, we can do more Memphis Express centered stuff. But for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think it's so important. If you guys are excited about this, just keep voicing your mm-hmm. your excitement. And uh, get your maybe get some deposits out for season tickets.
0: Yeah, definitely. Fifty dollars. Get your season ticket deposit now. Yeah. So get it. Get it. Yeah. Because and like we said earlier, the season ticket things are going to be happening soon. And like right now, that's like the best way you can support the team is by getting your season tickets, getting your friends to buy your season tickets, getting your friends to buy their season tickets just to show that we are excited for the team.
1: This is totally off topic, but something that just came to mind was we were talking about the facilities and how the Liberty Bowl, where Express will be playing, is Tiger Blue, which is not Express Blue. So yeah. I was asking about cosmetically how that will look to to play on a field where it's not our colors. And they said that they are going to do some cosmetic changes in the Tiger offseason to make it more fitting for Express. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm looking forward to seeing the Liberty will kind of turn over into express colors and logos and stuff like that everywhere.
0: Because Jacob was saying that during that time from February to April, the Memphis Express is the only tenant. Yeah. So they have a lot of they obviously can't renovate or like do any permanent changes. Right. But they can customize a stadium to fit their needs.
1: Yeah. And I think back to us uh, selling you guys on being season ticket holders. It's going to be so much more fun at the games with a full stadium. Yeah. So yeah, just like I said, make sure you buy your tickets and bring others with you. Buy more tickets. Just buy all the tickets. Buy all the things.
0: <laughs> and just to add to that, this is actually an affordable way to watch professional football in person. Yeah. Even generally, because if you want to watch all team games for the NFL, you have to pay a couple hundred dollars for a direct TV if you're even eligible. Or you can go to like Buffalo Wild Wings every Sunday and spend $40, $50 on food and drinks. Whereas with the AAF, they said the average ticket is going to be $35.
1: Guys, imagine. You can spend $35 to watch Zach Bacon, Met, and Cheeseburger play <laughs> football.
0: Then they're even going to like make sure the, the food and drink prices are reasonable. So you can still eat at the same and get the full experience of a game for not a lot of money.
1: This has been, I feel like, a really rambly podcast. We're <laughs> just so excited about... Can you tell? Oh, yeah, Alliance and the season and everything. So you might have seen one of our pictures from the event on Sunday. We just happened... Just so happened to get a picture with...
0: Yeah, just so happened.
1: Mike fucking Singletary.
0: (laughs) The Mike Singletary. NFL Hall of Fame, legendary linebacker, former 49ers head coach, Singletary. It
1: was was kind of funny because we were talking about the fact that we're Niners fans, and everyone in the room was like, have you met Mike? Have you met the coach? (laughs) Let's do this. Let's get you guys your picture. So it was cool that they were helping us out.
0: Yeah, and again... Not what we expected. So when he cause Mike Singletary is a larger than life person. Yep. He's done things that 99.9% of the population is never going to be able to achieve. Yeah. But talking to him, you would never guess that. Like if you just met him in the grocery store, like you would not figure that <laughs> <laughs> if you knew who he was, you would wonder why he was in a grocery store because it doesn't seem like he should be. Yeah. But he's just a chill guy.
1: Yeah. He he could probably could have talk to us all night.
0: Yeah. So we went up to talk to him. We got a picture. We're chit-chatting. I was just saying like, hey, I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. We talked about the Niners for a little bit. I was just waiting for him to make an excuse to go and get out of the conversation. Yeah. Just whenever you think of like celebrities or like people of that stature, like you figure they're just going to try to get out of the conversation. Not Mike. Nope. He was like in it. We had his undivided attention. We could have talked to him all night if we wanted to, and he wasn't going to go anywhere.
1: Yeah, he was, it was really cool.
0: And then just whenever you consider like his speech, like the one word that really came to my mind was ember. Ember? (laughs) (laughs) Because an ember is small, unassuming, seemingly safe, but it holds the power to create that fire.
1: Yeah, all the passion's still there.
0: Yeah, deep down, he's got that passion, and you know, on game day, that bonfire is coming out but the rest of the time he's just like this really compact personality mm-hmm. that you can tell that that passion and that 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 fire is there but it's just subdued yeah so yeah it was it was surreal to actually meet him it was cool so i think uh, i think we actually leave it there
1: yeah uh like dan said earlier on the episode there's a giveaway going on make sure to send in your screenshots to our social media stuff And also send us your podcast names if you've got some express-centered ideas you want to hit us up with.
0: And until next week...